What's going on, everybody? So, we're talking about something that is is a very subtle uh, distinction. And so you might not really get this because it's it's very hard to see it. And it really took me a very long time to see this. It's a very interesting thing once you see it, though. Um, and so I want to explain this to you. I want you to hopefully get you to see this as well. So that when you do this, you can become aware of yourself doing this. And we're talking today about what I call my mind movements. Right? Imagine your mind or imagine attention as an object. And this object as attention moves. It moves from something, away from something. Um, and that can be because of emotion. It could be because of other things. A lot of times it could be because of emotion, honestly. But it just depends on what you're, you, you're doing. And so this idea of mind movements is, I think it, it's more interesting to understand than the idea of attachment and aversion. Because what what does it really mean to attach to something? What what do you what does that really mean? Um, the typical idea is that you desire something, and so you are now clinging to this thing or whatever. But really, what's happening is that, and yes, you do desire this thing or whatever, but you move towards it. You move towards it. In your mind, your attention, or whatever it does, um, and it's almost like a literal move, moving to towards it, in order of clinging to to, to this thing uh, that you're doing, when you're attaching to something, and you can become aware of this, and you can become aware of this when you're like focusing and you're when you're paying attention to something, you can become aware of your mind moving from thing to thing to thing. Um, it's a very subtle process. But you can become aware of this. And so why is this more important to understand? Right? Is because... Why this is more important to understand is because we're getting to the heart of why attachment and aversion does what it does. And why it may not be as useful as the mind may think it is. Right? Because if you're moving towards something... You know, the last episode I did, what do emotions do? Well, last episode I just published, at least it might not be the last episode that, I, that you're going to see when you're looking at. But it was called, what do emotions do? Uh, how emotions skew what you see and how you think. I basically talked about this. What's really going on here is that your mind is moving so close to this thing that it looms large and perhaps it's the only thing you can see to where you can't see the consequences of doing that and you can't see the other things around you. You can't see the bigger picture. Um, and so you get stuck in seeing this, right? And so this is why it's important to understand this mind movements concept because you start to get into the true deal detail of attachment, aversion, uh, this kind of thing.
Um, and really, with this one, what's really interesting is that the mind movements of aversion is a little bit different. Because it's not like you're moving away from something. I mean, it is in a sense, but you're moving towards the thing that you're, you're, that that is in reality right now, right? That's what you're attempting to do with your words, your emotions, and so it sees this thing within its mind's eye or whatever. Um, this kind of thing is very interesting. Sometimes it is literally moving away from thing as well. Um, but this mind movements idea helps you to understand this deeper uh, the deeper problem of, of attachment aversion why, why it does what it does um, so I want to pause this go into this deeper even deeper segment help maybe even help you to see your own mind movements um, so that we can get a clear definition of what attachment aversion is and why it exists. So anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you in the next segment. So instead of going deeper with this, I think I'm just going to give you um, hopefully an experiential vision of this. See this with the, with your own experience when when it's doing this. This mind movement. <clears throat> uh, you may not be able to see it. It's very subtle. Um, and you almost have to look beyond like the thoughts and the emotions. Um, and kind of look more at like what they are doing. Uh, and not what I mean. What I mean by what they are doing is not in a story-based way or in a personal-based way. Like, oh, they're they're telling me about how angry I am, but this person, but they're literally doing something. They're moving you close to this closer to this thing. Uh, so I want you to see this. And there's a couple of ways we can do this um, here, but right now I just want you to become aware of of anything. You can become aware of your breath. You could become aware of sounds around you, you things like this. Just become aware of those things. And <clears throat> try to notice that movement. <clears throat> Right, so switch from that thing that you're focusing on to something else. Maybe your body, whatever it is. And you can rest. Now you can rest your mind. Um. But really, when this, uh, the when this. Uh, it becomes a very important and, and, a, and a more a scene from phenomenon is when emotions are happening, especially stronger emotions. But you have to become aware of yourself 
when you're doing, when you're in those states or when you're in a hyper-focused mood. Like if you're paying attention, a, a lot of attention to something, this also happens. Uh, and so, you know, just become, try and become aware of this throughout your daily life when you're doing different things because it, it's really puts all this stuff that we talk about in a, <clears throat> a more understandable perspective, right? Because we can now start to understand why we can blur things out of proportion. We can start to understand why attachment and aversion doesn't necessarily help because if you're attached to something that's like all you can see, you don't see uh, that possibility of that thing that you're attached to you know, fall or break or whatever. And if you're averse to something, the same thing. You don't see when that thing is going to come or you don't see when that thing is that, that thing is also impermanent and will end eventually. And so your states are <clears throat> very much unstable, you know, this kind of stuff. So... Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you in the next one.